Pulp MX Network production. Thanks for all the support, Pulp MX fans. The Pulp MX app is now available for both iPhone and Android-based phones. For all your moto needs, shop at btosports.com and use the current discount code PULPMX. And don't forget to click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com when purchasing anything from Amazon. It's the Steve Mathis Show, brought to you by RacerX, presented by BTOSports.com and ThorMX. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOSports.com RacerX podcast show, presented by our friends at Thor MX. Check them out, ThorMX.com, uh, the official gear of the Monster Pro Circuit team. Um, this is uh, part two. Uh, we just did one this morning, and you're, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear this podcast the day after you heard this morning's podcast, if that makes any sense. Uh, but here we are uh, once again. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. With me, uh, my boss and uh, my, my idol and uh, my mentor, uh, Jason Wygant. He is to know when the gate is dropping and watch. Yes, the the official voice of motocross. A little advice to you, right? And uh, and also joining us after a long hiatus on these shows, man's been very busy getting what they call a career, which I don't know, <laughs> like that's ever going to work. Uh, David Pingree, what's up, Ping? Hey guys, long time no pod. I know it's good to be back. Oh, good to be back here. Get the work the rest out. You're uh, you're a fireman now. You're very busy. Lots of cats to be rescued. Lots of <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Ping, we we uh, we were discussing. We wanted to get you on one of these shows, no doubt. And we were discussing 450 or 250, and we all sort of agreed that you know the 250 class. Do you, do you take offense to that? <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, all right. We just figured this would be right up your alley. So. No, no. I, I feel like it's more fun to, a lot of times because in 450 class, you know, you know who the big five dogs are, and you kind of have an idea who's going to come out on top. I don't know. I feel like there's less discussion. Where in the lights class, uh, there's there's lots of uh, right guys you aren't sure about, guys who are going to surprise you, guys that are going to underperform. There's you know, right. oh, there's lots of drama. Okay. I think JT also said that based on some of the guys you know paying personally and you know the Troy Lee guys pretty well, some of the trainers that you know, stuff like that. I think more of them are 250 guys. It just seems like it's worked out that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, – and JT's probably better for the big bikes because most of those guys live down in Florida. So he's kind of connected with Reedy and he knows RV. But, you know, I don't see Ryan Villopoto maybe once or twice a year anymore. Right. He's not out here much. And I never see Dungey. And I saw Stuart the other day. He didn't say hi to me, so I think he's mad about. Oh uh, yeah, he was the angry. Jokes I made. He was angry about something you did. I think a while yeah. ago now, though. Um, when he when he hurt his knee, I think he I think he got upset that I made a couple jokes. <laughs> On the other end, I think people forget. Ping, I feel like you were one of the first. Friends of Ryan Villapoto, like when Villapoto exploded on the scene, I feel like you were in his first confidants. Yeah, well, because I've been good friends with Randy Lawrence for a long time, and he kind of jumped in with Randy right away, and so I got to know him quite a bit. And and actually, the first time he ever rode a 450 was at a Racer X test. Um, the first year Kawasaki came out with a KX 450, whatever year that was, mm-hmm. 
Um, and he came out and test wrote it for us. And he was he had that three digit pro circuit number. I don't remember what the heck it was, but um, we were kind of nervous throwing him on a 450 because he had literally never ridden a 450 before. And he went out and was just flying. I'm like, yeah, he's Shocker. gonna be fine. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, well, yeah, Ping. So we're gonna rely on your expertise for this class. And of course, right. Wygan and I know everything. So of course you do. Right. So I'll just defer to you. <laughs> right. Uh, um. I guess first of all, though, before we get into that, like we did with JT, who we got, we got his take on the 250 class. Uh, we're gonna get your take on the 450 class. Here's a here's a few questions for you from from the pod that we did earlier. Um, do you see anyone other than Ryan Dungey or Ryan Villapoto holding the number one plate at the end of the year? No. Okay, so you're right in line with all of us. Um, who do you think will win it, if you had to pick? Uh, I think Villapoto will. Okay, once again, you're, uh, yeah, you're... Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Dungey will keep him honest. He'll sneak some wins, but uh, Larby's just on a roll. Right. Uh, James Stewart. Uh, over under six races. Um, we we talked about how many would he make this year. Well, first of all, you're in agreement he won't make them all. I don't think he'll make them all. Okay, yet. all right, yeah. Okay, so let's give him another reason to dislike me. <laughs> right. Yes, I think he will not finish the whole. Uh, over under six races. Oh crap! Uh, boy. That's a tough one. I'll say I'll say seven. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. We, well, again, I had over JT at under. Does yeah. he? Does he win? Does he win a moto? Does he win an overall? Does he? Win? I think he's capable of winning both. Yep. Okay. Um, and what I don't know is just where his knees at. You know, I I think he plays his cards pretty close to his chest. Reed's out there tweeting, and he's still getting his knee drained. He's gonna have problems with that thing. Bad knees going into the nationals is not cool. It's just yeah, you're constantly sticking them out there, flying through ruts and hanging them up in in mud. It's just mm-hmm. it's really really tough. Take it for a guy who's you know right. hammered my knees. So I think both those guys have old crappy knees, and it's going to hurt them a little bit. Um, Barsha, Barsha, Canard, Alessi, uh, Chad. Uh, JT put Dino in there. Is that the next wave? We have two solid yeah. guys, Dungey, Villapoto. We have a wild card in Stewart and the next group. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. All those okay. all those guys you would expect to be there, Millsaps. Um, well, he's, he's out, so what? Good, good job paying attention to the sport. I've been at work for the last 24 hours, and what's happened? What do you mean? It's specialist. <laughs> Thank God we did. Thank God we did get him in for the 250s. Yeah, it looks like I definitely wasn't fit for the 450 <laughs> preview. <laughs> uh, um, well, I guess I'll look into that later. He No, it was out after Vegas. He's he's getting surgery. On what? Also, his knee's been uh, bothering him. All right. Hold a second. Oh, I don't know that's right. He hurt his so knee. I don't want to know how far back wow. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember he hurt his knee a little bit during Supercross, but he never made a big deal out of it. Like right. he was gonna... Well, as a matter of fact, I did in, in Ping's defense, I did an interview with him, although Ping didn't read this interview, where he told me straight up, oh, no, I'll be at the Nationals. I'll be there. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be 100%, but I'm doing the Nationals. This was like yeah. as of like 
Seattle Salt Lake time. Maybe a week, maybe a couple weeks before. Or, so. or why don't you reference the Twitter battle that Racer X had with him, where we said on a Thursday that he'll not be racing the Nationals. He tweets back and says, "Don't believe what you read on Racer X," and then the next day announces that mm-hmm. it's actually. <laughs> right. Why do you guys do that? I don't what know. Was yeah, I don't understand. You, you need to ask your boy Mike Williamson why he why he did that. When I said Ryan hurt his knee, he was going to get surgery. Ah, Piggy's full of crap. You know, he, he's that's, always that's right. lying and, about stuff. And, it, and then and, the next day, and it wasn't out. And it wasn't your opinion. You knew. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, no, I but, hadn't talked to his surgeon, but I no, but you talked to somebody close to in the camp, or in yes, the, yes, and so right. Um. Okay, so Millsaps is out. Uh, also, and you know what? For Millsaps, too, I mean, those guys had to make a decision. Okay, do we do we screw up this summer or right. screw up next year's Supercross Series? You know, like, do we get right. this fixed and go in 14 totally ready? And, I mean, he obviously made his choice. Why, Gant, do we tell him that Wyndham is retired or do we let him just go on? What? <laughs> <laughs> Carmichael's, All also, right. Carmichael's also gone. He's not no longer. All right, I'm hanging up. Now. <laughs> JGR right. guy is going to be really bummed that on a Millsaps this summer, man. Yeah, they are, boy. I'll tell you, their guy. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, so, so Ryan Sipes is riding Davy's bike outdoors, which I, I would imagine is now news to you too. Hey, no, I, I, I thought he was riding 450s outdoor anyway. No, no, no. That's what they originally said when they put their team together. Yeah, they did. I know, and then I, I. I I, I, I asked the same thing about halfway through Supercross, and they're like, no. And I'm like, no, no, you said that. Anyways, um, so basically, Ping, who do you got for third? You know, you kind of indicated uh, Chad. Chad's going to have some problems with his knee, and, and JT kind of was saying the same thing. And uh, I, I said the 800 just because he's consistent and he's there. And uh, we just said Barsha, and so did JT. Yeah, well, that's what I would say, those two right. guys. I think I think Alessi or Barsha. Mm-hmm. You never know with Alessi, because um, you don't really get to see what he's got in Supercross. Uh, and, you know, they took, they bowed out early to get ready. You know, maybe he comes in with a head of steam. And um, Last year he was a big surprise, and, and I think he did a lot better than most people thought. But there were some guys out, so mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I'd have to give it to Barsha, I think. Okay. I think he comes in and does does better. And Alessi. I'd uh, say he's your third place guy regularly. What do you think from Dean Wilson? What do you think he's going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the guy ride much. Um, he Instagrams a lot of photos where he's all sweaty and laid out on the floor like he's been working hard. So we'll see. <laughs> a lot of selfies. He looks or... good. Huh? Wow. Sweaty and laying on the floor. Uh, from a variety I don't know. I, I can assume he's been working out. Um, you know who never? Uh, you know, he's definitely got the speed, and he fits the 450 well, and he'll have a good bike. I mean, there's no excuses for him. He should be. He should be in that mix, like we just talked about. You know, right. with Kennard and with Barsha and Wesley and Reed and that whole group. Um. Yeah. We we um. When we we really we spoke about about 15 guys, so it's insane. Like. JT said there's going to be a lot of guys pissed off this this year because you look at Grant and Brayton and Weimer and Andrew Short, um, you know, we got those guys, Mookie, 
Mookie's on the TLD 450. Um, Burner. Um, Nick Way is back. There's going to be some dudes not happy with their rides. It's a deep field. Yeah. This summer will probably put a couple of few guys into retirement. Yeah, maybe, huh? Um, I, I mean, I would put even Ryan Sipes into that group. He's fast on a 450 he outdoors. Was, he was my sleeper. Filthy yeah. Phil. Canari there. Blos will be around. Shocker you meant to mention Coletti and <laughs> Canary. No, 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 just shocking me. <laughs> no, but I picked Sipes to be my <laughs> sleeper over Filthy. So, All right. um, uh, it's it's a deep field. There's no there's no doubt about it. Yeah, the problem is you've got you know five, six guys, seven guys who really want to be on the podium, mm. and two spots are pretty much already accounted for. Right. So you're gonna have that many guys really disappointed, and, and a lot of other guys bummed that they're not in the top ten. Let's uh, let's talk about the new tracks: uh, Miller Motorsports Park and uh, Muddy Creek. Gone Steel City, and Gone is. Uh... Help me out. Oh, what? What other track is gone? Yeah, Texas. Oh, Texas. Yes, sorry, I yeah. brain faded. Thank God, Texas is gone. I'm okay with that. Um, far drive, not very good viewing. Hot as balls, and. Uh, just, I mean, an all right yeah, track. Yeah, how, how, how hot and humid will it be in Tennessee? I don't know. That time of year, maybe not too bad, but right. still hot, right? Probably. We, you're the East Coast authority here. It I've been on the East June. Coast sometimes. It's so humid, I can't breathe. It's June. So like I yeah, need lungs, gills. Any, I mean, there's been races where Millville has been oppressively hot, and that's in friggin' Minnesota. It's summertime. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Certainly the opportunity is there. Did you did you uh, did you see the videos from Miller Motorsports at all, Ping? Did you see any photos or anything? Look like they've done some work. I've seen all the photos. It's, um, yeah, it looks you know you look at it, it looks rad. Right. It seems like they're definitely doing the work. Um, I was shocked at one of the things where there's a map where it goes across the road course. Is oh. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to. Um... Course and they could have just skirted around the road course and gotten to the same place. Like, I don't really understand why they did that. But I'd even talk to – I don't know if it's actually going to be there in the, in the long run, but uh, I talked to Mark Peters, who was building the track back in, like, October, and he's like, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have a part where they ride over the – it's going to be, like, 20, 10 feet of pavement or however wide the track is. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> depends on what yeah. Your, yeah, it depends on what your idea of awesome is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's actually going to make the final right, cut. Right, right. Um, and yeah, Muddy Creek. Ping, you ever been there? I, I, JT, didn't no, there. no, yeah. no. But you know the pictures I've seen of it. It looks cool. It yeah. looks like great dirt, and it is. You know, some fun little elevation stuff. So, absolutely. Um, okay, let's get to two fifties. Um, well, first of all, in four fifties, uh, J. Lars Stroop, who who beats who? Ping. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The U.S. justice system? I'm not sure. What's the answer here? <laughs> um, all right, 250. So, we, uh, um, I got Tomac, Baggett, Roxon, and Moosecan, and I'm willing to drop Moosecan out of that pack if co- properly convinced. But Tomac, Baggett, and Roxon, Weege, to me, for sure, hands down the three best guys. Yeah, this all just goes back to last year. There was a five-rider pack for mm-hmm. sure. No there one was. else even made a dent in it. And that the other, the fifth guy was Barsha, who's obviously not in the group anymore. Yeah. Um, 
But I think it, the, the overall order might flip-flop. I mean, obviously, this baggage situation is quite a mystery. Like we had mentioned in the previous podcast, you've heard conflicting stories. You know, he's totally fine, no problems, or he's off the deep end. He's way late on preparation. I, I always feel like the way Baggett wins races, you were just you were just walking the tightrope. I mean, it is gnarly to win races the way he did with bad starts, coming from behind, catching guys in the last 10 minutes. That's really taking your chances. You better have everything dialed to do mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think Tomac's been a lot more up and down than people thought as well. So I would say out of that group, I'm thinking Roxon is maybe the guy that looks the most solid going in. And I agree that Muscan, although he did win a race last year at Unadilla, there were only sporadic times where he truly showed he had the speed to be in that group. So I think you might have to prove it a little a little more that mm-hmm. he's completely on pace with those guys. So I'd say Roxon is maybe the most steady out of the whole gang. See, I think Tomac, but he starts his yep. starts worry me. But um, I like what Tomac did most of the year. But yeah, Roxon certainly he was missing. You know, he had ninety percent of what he needed, and I'm sure he's going to be a little bit better. So, um, I mean, can a German win both of our titles? Can a German just come to America and just sweep our titles? Are we going to let that happen? <laughs> I feel like Travis Pastrana's dad on the gate at Hangtown in oh, 01 when he's got a Suzuki shirt unbuttoned and he's yelling, who's going to beat Roncada? Who's going to beat him? And I'm like, what is wrong with this man? And not us, not Kelly Smith and I. So uh, anyways, Ping, what do you think? Well, I, I think, I think Muscan is not getting enough credit out of you guys. I think he's going to be there. Um, well, he will be there at the races. You're correct. Yes. I think he's going to be there at, the at this front. At this point, this is what we're working with with you, Ping. We've got to confirm that they're there. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry. Um, I think I think Roxon is right now got to have the momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say what you want about, you know, Tomac being fired up and wanting to, you know, wanting to win after he missed out on the Supergrass title, but Roxon's got the confidence. He's riding really well got a smoking hot girlfriend. He's got cash. I mean, he's just, it's going right. to happen for him. Good he's things are happening. German. Kenny he's got Hasselhoff. Records blasting. On the other hand, we are back-to-back uh, world war champions. So, I mean, how are we going to let a German come in here and steal this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> number one plate. That's right. Um, yeah, he's going to be, I mean, I think the one thing that hurt him was, uh, you know, the nationals and, and the quick format and stuff, but he's got it figured out. He's, he's, He's getting better at it, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, he could be – I still have Tomac above him, but what about Baggett Ping? I mean, of course, that interview that Weege did with him really cleared a lot of things up. Uh, but uh, what about him? I, I just don't have any idea. He's been so under the radar, just, I don't know, doing his thing, him and his mom, packing a lunch, going out riding for the day, whatever they do. I'm real sure. Yeah, wish I had some more intel for you, but it's, that's really they're like, like he and his mom working together. That's actually what you've heard. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> um, you know they're a pretty tight knit family. Weege, I don't know if you spend any time around them, but I was pretty involved. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take a moose scan away, and I'm gonna add a Zach Osborne. What do you guys think? None other than the Rocket, Mike LaRocco, LaRocket. Remember that? Everyone remembers that. Who can forget? Uh, 
says he's been the fastest guy outdoors. Really? Yes. Can Osborne, can Osborne be in – I mean, will he be the next group or can he get in there? Can he win races? What do you, what do you think, Weege? I think he's going to be really good. I think, unfortunately, for some reason, people don't expect as much as they should. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he's getting on the podium, I think people are going to be like, wow, that is really impressive, but I think that's pretty much where he should be. Um, I don't know over the course of 24 motos, the long haul, like he – the thing about those guys last year is that they were literally there every moto. Like, it, Roxon and, and Tomac, they barely had bad races I in the bag, obviously. I, I think at the, at the halfway that? point of last year, I believe that there had been three guys in 10 motos or 12 motos that had gotten into the top five. Yeah, you know yeah, what they I mean? owned it. Like, yeah, they, they, they killed it. So I could see Osborne doing it here and there, like if he gets a start and things like that, but I just don't know if overall he's quite as much of the full – uh, package those guys are every track every start every weekend but uh, i think he's going to be fast and i think that's going to surprise people but it shouldn't i don't quite understand why I, it must be the anti-gp thing maybe they don't want to give credit right well we're gonna, have, we're gonna have roxon out front moose can out front well we are like that's what i'm saying like yeah. i'm basing it on that it's not like roxon won a world title they came over here and got 10th same thing with moose can so i'd say well according to you moose can's not going to be up front though mathis right <laughs> You've dropped him off your no, list now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, Unadilla when he won last year at Steel City, they're such like throttle control, sort of precision tracks, a little slippery, a little, a little off cambery, uh, real good for his style. I, I, but balls Steel out. Steel City is not a GP track at all. No, but it's technical, off cambers and ruts and everything, and that's where Muscan really shines. He's very technically good, but when you got to get out. Unzip your pants, take your balls out, put them on your crossbar, and go balls out. When you have to go balls out, <laughs> very descriptive, I know. Does Muscan have the ability to go balls out? That is what I don't know. That what balls out means? You actually pull your balls out and then proceed? No, but... Whatever you're doing? You know what I mean. Like, I don't know. You know, Osborne, uh, he's had the speed outdoors since he was a rookie, when he got his famous nickname, which will go unmentioned, <laughs> please, he all shot it and was right. taken off in that moto. Yeah. You know, what up if, to a point. What if he gets up front in Bud's Creek and he's gone, and the ghost <laughs> of Ping, the ghost of Ping, just haunt him, just right over him. He, he tightens up and goes backwards. Oh, oh. God. Uh, here's the one thing I'm worried about, Zachy Poo, uh, and I might have just given away my allegiance by calling him Zachy Poo. Uh, He's been injured a lot. He got injured in Supercross. He's last two years in GPs. He's been injured. Um, I don't know when the last time he rode a GP season or in America he got hurt too. I he's been injured a lot, so something to keep in mind. Well, he had a terrible Supercross season for him, and I think what a lot of us were expecting of him. So it's like Weech says. I think if he is going that fast and he shows up and lands on the podium, people are gonna be like, "Whoa." Mm-hmm. That's out of the blue, but really, he's got that speed. Even last year, if he had finished the Supercross Series and went to Hangtown after the Supercross season he had here last year, mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, he's a podium contender for sure. Right. This year, right, you know, right now as a fan, you'd be like, meh. Um, Weege, so do you like, Weege, you like Roxon to win the title? Yeah, uh, Baggett... 
should be the favorite, but it's just kind of a mystery right now. Here's what I'm trying to figure out on Tomac. Were we seeing, I don't want to say chinks in the armor, cracks in the armor um, in Supercross? Is there any reason to be alarmed? Because certainly he ended the outdoors very strong, but we know he wanted to ride a 450. It didn't work out. He went back to the 250s. I always kind of feel like if he starts getting bad starts, he can always kind of fall by that. Well, I, maybe I shouldn't even be in this class. He had some inconsistency issues in Supercross. Is there, to me, those are little red flags. Am I overreacting to that stuff? Yes. You know, he's trying to negotiate a deal. Any Anything there? Did he choke? Is all he said. Did he not choke? I think he didn't choke, but other people say he did. Overreacting, yeah. Well, okay. If, you, if you're going to go with, are you, if you're going to go, are with, you saying conspiracy theory? He threw Salt Lake City. No, 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 no. The Salt Lake City thing was: did he choke, or did he just suck in the whoops that night? And he, you know, and I think he proved that he didn't choke because the race with more pressure, the final round, he went out and whooped everybody. But the point is, like now, people are saying, "Man, you never know what to expect out of Tomac. He's inconsistent. Maybe he couldn't handle the pressure." Are any of these things things to worry about? Well, I, I think I think it felt like it was just an issue of bad setup. He was really, really kind of frustrated afterwards. Not couldn't understand why he couldn't get through those whoops, and maybe it had something to do with the suspension setting they'd gone to or whatever. But I mean, for him to be <clears throat> right there in the end with Baggett last year, you know, shows you didn't have a lot of consistency issues last season. Um, as long as they don't have a big set of Supercross whoops where he can knock himself out this summer, I think he's looking good. I'm a little, I worry about I'm a little worried if I'm, Tomac, if I'm a Tomac fan. I'm a little worried about the way he rode Elsinore last year. wasn't good. Um, but, I don't know, it was hot, and he fell, and but... And, you know, no, you I remember to... in the first moto, he, he actually was closing on Baggett, and then he just got so hot, he overheated. But to me, that was like, hey, he, that was just leaving it all out there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like he just slow. Balls out. It was balls out. Um, balls I like, out. I, I, I think like a couple times we've seen that happen to him. And, and he made a run at Baggett, if you remember, and I think just melted. He got close and then just – Right. It was so hot. And he's, that's happened to him a couple times. And I, I wonder – I haven't really talked to him or anyone in his camp about this, but – you know, he hangs out in Colorado during the summer, and I wonder if that hurts him. Because you go to somewhere where it's really humid, like Texas, and you're not used to that humidity at all. You come out here where it's just dry and 105, and you're not used to that at all. You're used to, you know, what is it, probably 90 and dry and beautiful and Cortez, wherever. So, I don't know. I feel like he should either stay here in California more and ride in the heat or move to, you know, Go get a place down in Tallahassee or somewhere where it's hot and humid and get yourself acclimated to that weather and used to riding in it. His dad's gnarly, though. Have I ever told you about his dad? Uh, no. Do you guys know? No. Oh, man. No. Um, I like Tomac to win. I do. We can't let the German take our, take our number one. No, I'm just kidding. I love Kenny. Uh, I like Tomac, though, to, to, to be there at the end. Um, but... Yeah, you could you could I like Tomac uh by a hair over Roxon and I like Roxon by a hair over Baggett. Um I just don't know about Blake and um like Wagant said, he that's really really a particular set of skills that he uses to win the races and can he do that again? I don't know. But and Muscan, obviously Ping, you think he's gonna be there? I do. Yep. Okay.
Um, hey, I want to throw in another thing on Moosecan here. Yeah. Um, just get your opinion on this. So I interviewed Will Hahn over the weekend, posted his Monday combo today, and he told me that uh, he said he thought things were going pretty well all day in Vegas, besides the fact that he broke his hand in practice. But he said one of the things that made it easier on him was that he went up to Moosecan in the starting gate before the race, and he's like, hey, man, we've been cool with each other all year. And Moosecan's like, yeah, we are. I, I should have talked to you today. I should have came by your truck. She should have wished you good luck. Sorry about that. I'm just busy. And Will's like, oh, man, I appreciate that. And then he said it made him feel so much better knowing that Moosecan was a cool guy, respectful. It made him feel so much better for the race. Is that a good strategy if you're Moosecan? Like, uh, that's cool. That's nice. But is that what you should have been doing? As, as, you, as that happened, Bob Hanna just threw up. Just well, threw right. up over, all over himself. Just blah. <laughs> so, you know the guy's... You know, he hasn't – Holland hasn't run a race in a month or two, probably feeling the pressure. Now he's riding injured. Wouldn't you do anything you could to maybe psych him out a little bit? Ping. What's he going to do, rip his shirt off and flex those chicken wings at him? <laughs> I mean – Sick his incredibly nice girlfriend on him? <laughs> <laughs> Marvin, he is honestly one of the nicest dudes. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I don't – I don't give credit to French dudes super easy, so he's he's doubly nice for that. So, um, yeah, he's a good dude. I I I am with probably, you. Probably probably not the best strategy though if, if you just set your competitor at ease by, you know. Yeah. Oh, I got nothing to worry about. He's cool. All right. Sweet, Han, no Han walked away. Just whoo! I feel great. That's pretty much what he said. But, but maybe you know you get your competitor relaxed like that and then. Blow his front wheel out from oh, under him in a turn, and yeah. he doesn't notice it coming. Sneaky Frenchman, oh. like those guys in the Holy Grail in the castle. Mm. Those those guys were French. Mm. Never mind. Um. Uh. Yeah. Well. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I Muscan will be there. I put Muscan and Osborne kind of on the same level. Uh, that ping, and that's probably very irritating to you, but I, I don't know. No. Okay. Um, well, I mean, other than Moose Can as a world championship. Right. Two of them, so, actually. Uh, doesn't really. Let's go with, let's go, let's switch to the rookies. Uh, Adam Cien Cirillo and Cooper Webb. Ping, you worked with AC for a little bit, and um, Cooper Webb was a Red Bull guy, which maybe you saw him or did something with him. But uh, what's your yep. thoughts on, on AC? What, what can he do? First of all, do you agree with him going pro at Hangtown? Lots of debate. Lots of discussion between the pro circuit, Kawasaki, and the, the family. Uh, you know, what do you what do you know? What do you hear? Do you do you agree with him going pro? Um, I kind of feel like he's rushing it, but at this point, I'm I'm in my mind. I'm going. Please, Ping, know that he's going the pro. Please, Ping. <laughs> if if he you know if he comes out and it works out, then obviously he you know. I'm like, oh yeah, they made a good choice. You know, that's what you should do. But there, there's the talk I've heard is okay if he comes out and he gets, you know, gets his butt kicked week after week after week. It's just it's going to ruin his confidence. You know, um, so you have he has to be strong enough to take an ass kicking, learn from each weekend, be able to you know continue to know that okay I've got the ability to do this. I just need to keep learning from my mistakes and getting better. And not let it get him down. And I think that Adam's strong enough to do that. He's got a really good team of people around him with Villapoto and Alden and, you know, his dad who's, although intense, 
very supportive and, um, you know, always there with him. I, I think that if he can stay healthy, this is my thing. If he stays healthy through the summer, it was a good, it'll be, it will be good because what they didn't want to do was go into Supercross first. They didn't want to wait for summer of 2014. That's too long. So mm-hmm. their options were either do their amateur stuff this year and just do the last few nationals or just sack up and do the whole summer. And they figured, look, let's get on all these tracks. Let's go learn it so that we're ready for next year where we feel like we can jump in and try to compete. Right. Um, so can he stay healthy? I, I hope. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that he's he's going to take some lumps hard at these first handful of really? rounds. But uh, I think wow. if he figures it out and gets some starts, okay. he'll start to come around and wow. he's you're, got it. You're the first guy that I've heard kind of not be – on the team, per se. Um, I mean, do you have I, think it's, I just think it's a gamble, you know, and I think Mitch and those guys really tried to convince him of that, and they didn't want to hear it. They wanted to go now. Do you, and, do you, what range do you have them in? Like, what's the lumps? What's taking lumps? I think what he's going to have is consistency issues. I think mm-hmm. he'll have a good moto, and then he'll be, you know, he could be third to eighth, which would be, I would say, good for him. Right now. Right, right. But he's going to have motos where he's going to be 15th really? or 18th because he crashes or whatever. And he's got to be okay with that and not freak out at first. Weech says, you know, you're, full, says you're full of crap. Me? Well, yeah. And the kids never raced a big bike in the pro levels other than the Monster Cup. Like, that was it. And he was crazy nervous there. I mean, he was so nervous before that first race, he couldn't even contain himself. So... Hmm. I just think there's a, you know, a lot of pressure on him. It's just going to take him a little bit to get used to it and work into it. We, but that said, I, I think the kid has got all of the ingredients he needs to be a champion. Mm-hmm. Just hold it all together and stay healthy and, and get through this learning process right. without coming apart. Well, again, you, you had said that uh, in that rapid reaction that guys like him just don't come out and get eights. They're not supposed to because um, people on podcasts then start saying, eh. Oh, Jesus. And now the riders hate them for saying that. <laughs> it was that Matthews guy. That Matthews guy. Um, but, uh, unfortunately, there's too many things headed in that direction. First of all, for sure, Cincerillo, probably with justifiable cause, sees himself as, okay, I can see what the guys in front of me had done. You know, I came through Team Green. I ride for Mitch. That puts you in the same group as, say, what, Stuart Carmichael, Villapoto. They all kind of followed similar paths, right? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't take those guys long to win. They all won the outdoor title the first year they raced it. Of course, they raced under a different timing than this. But I can't imagine he doesn't look at that slightly and say, I'm on the best team, I got the best trainer, I can really do well. Then you look at other rookies, and now the standard is like you have to go in and blow people's doors off in your first race, or people start asking what's up, or going, eh. Okay, first of all, I was saying that to Zach Bell and Jeremy Martin, who were getting tense. Sevens, tenths, whatever. Well, I think you even said it for Bell leading some laps. Even even the standards are so high now that even leading laps and crashing is not even that impressive anymore. It's like there's it a body of work. There's a whole body of work. Well, the point is that the standards are set so high now for these rookies to come in and do really well. Yeah. And then the standards of his team and the guys that have come before him have done so well early that to me it seems difficult in his situation to be like, eh. If I just go out there and get a couple of twelfths at Hangtown and then a couple of tenths at Colorado, I'll be doing okay. Like, there's got to be part of him 
that is thinking, I can't wait to get on this gate and see what I can really do. I had a conversation with Emig about this last week, and he's like, yeah, he needs to just take his fifth place and be happy with that. And I'm like, fifth? Fifth? He needs to take his fifth place in a class with 15 really fast dudes on really good teams. But fifth would be like he should just begrudgingly be able to barely accept getting fifth. Like, the standards are high. That's what I get worried about. It's that time again. Thanks for listening to the Racer X podcast show. Brought to you by BTOsports.com. Presented by ThorMX. I appreciate it. Don't forget to click on the Amazon banner on PulpMX.com to help out PulpMX.com. We appreciate it. Listen to these commercials. Buy from these sponsors. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side. The Podcast Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Racer X Podcast Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. For 2013, JT Racing enters its next generation with the all-new Evolve Light, ProTech, Enduro, and Limited Edition collections, taking quality and innovation to a whole new level. Also available in youth sizes, each collection is built with high-grade materials, offering its own unique characteristics to meet the demands of today's riders, both recreationally and competitively. To find a dealer or view the entire collection online, log on to JTRacingUSA.com. Championship proven. Many motocross apparel brands make that claim, but only Thor can back it up. As America's first motocross apparel brand, Thor has set the standard for delivering the highest quality performance racewear on the market for the past 45 years. With champions like Ryan Villapoto, Blake Baggett, and Dean Wilson, to name a few, our products truly are championship proven. To see all the new 2013 products, visit ThorMX.com or head to your local Thor Parts Unlimited dealer. Thor, the official racewear of Supercross. Okay, having said all that, I think it was a good decision to turn pro, and I think he should be in the 5-7 to seven range, and he'll get better from there. So you think he will be 5-7? to seven? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I think 5-10 uh, to 10 or whatever. I mean, he's going to get good starts, as JT mentioned. He's on the top-notch team. He's training his balls off. Um, yeah, 5th to 10th all day long. And, and you know, next year, Tomac's out, Roxon's out, maybe Baggett's out. Um, he'll be a top guy. But is he able to get 10th and be like, that was fine? Is he able to get 10th and be totally No, he, he's gonna. it's going to be like Carmichael days where he's going to be pissed off. His exactly. dad's going to annihilate him all the way home. Exactly. And Monday morning, they're going to be – Grinding out motos hard. That's and what he that's, does. And that's difficult. Like, it could work. He could be fine with that. That's what he's done his whole life. It'll probably be okay. But to me, it's still risky because, yeah, he probably will be between 5th and 10th, and he'll probably be super pissed off about that, and that's scary. Okay. What, um, that's what I'm worried about. 
So where do you have them, Weech? I mean, do you have them in the same spot that I, you know, that I do? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. kind of do. I think the only thing we're disagreeing on is yeah. is that good or not? Right. And I right, think right. it's good. I think for a rookie who, you know, he's he's still 16. He's actually younger than a lot of these guys that do this. Mm-hmm. I think Bell is like was like 18 even last year. But still, there's going to be a lot of people asking a lot of questions, even if he gets eighth. Um, and there's but, gonna I, be some but I think those are too. internet people, people like us that don't matter. I mean, the people in his camp, Mitch and the Kawasaki guys, everyone else, if he's in the top ten and he's riding consistently and he's learning, they're going to be happy with top tens. They're going to be like, okay, all is good. You know, let's. What can we work on? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to be keeping him, trying to keep him grounded? He's going to be pissed off. His dad's going to be pissed off. Right. But but he should be too. We'll be telling him. We'll be trying to keep him calm. So, do you think and telling him he's doing that's that's fine. That's that's you're doing well. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Where there will definitely be some moto people, you know, on the internet saying, "Ah, oh, this kid's all hype." Oh. I feel bad for Adam because he didn't really create that hype other than just being a good interview, being talkative and likable, and the exposure came, you know. Right. Cooper, who is much more under the radar, just doesn't talk as much. Still a nice kid. He's just kind of quiet. See, I he doesn't get uh, that much play. Go ahead, Weege. You've been trying to talk. Pingree's just <laughs> Sorry, we didn't mean to talk over you. I was just, that had to come out. You actually know him on the racing end a little better than us because you, you worked with him and prepared for the Monster Cup. I mean, do you think there's a part of him that's already visualized, man, I could get the whole shot at Hangtown, and I could pin it, and I would love to see what I could do if I got the whole shot and really see what I can do, and maybe I can, maybe I can really shake it up and win this thing or get a podium or go top three. Like, isn't there a part of him that's seen, that's visualized that scene already? Well, even, even out at the Race Direct ride they here at Elsinore the other day, and I know it was just Elsinore, it was just a practice day, but this is what they do week in, week out. He jumped in behind Villapoto, and the both of them did a 40-minute moto. And I'm telling you, he trailed Ryan. He didn't lose any ground to Ryan for probably 20 minutes. And like I said, I know it was just Elsinore. There wasn't a bunch of big bumps and hills and other riders, but his speed is there. And I think that's why, yes, he probably has in his head, look, if I can just hole shot... Pretend I'm chasing Ryan around for 35 minutes. Maybe I can do this, you know. And I know you know he wants to. He he wouldn't be as successful as he is if he didn't have that mentality. So, all right. Yeah, and and like I said, it wouldn't freak me out if he does whole shot and he gets a third. I would be like, yep, you know, maybe Roxon and Tomac get him or something. Mm-hmm. But I could see him hanging on to a, a podium uh, in, in at least a moto. I I really. think Webb. I think Webb beats him. This weekend, I do too. This weekend, I do too. Overall, I do yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think from what I've heard, and I, I, you know, I don't know these kids that well, but I've talked to a few people. Uh, Ryan Morris is one of them, and, and Wes Williams from Verb. I've talked to a few people, and they're saying don't don't sleep on this Cooper kid. Like he's he's not Adam. He doesn't get the press, but he's been riding the big bikes for a while. He's a bigger kid, and uh, he's legit. They're they're very high on him. And Morris isn't one guy to like run around and. You know, flap his gums for nothing. So, yeah, Cooper Webb, bro. Um, I agree. I agree. And uh, he's been he's been riding. He's got that downhill momentum. He's been riding that Tuesday for a while. He hasn't had any injuries. Yeah, he's had a couple little bumps in the road here along the way. Yeah. Uh, Pro Circuit team. Uh, we'll start with them. Durham. We don't know about. We don't know what Durham's deal is. Uh, Davos Hill. Um, 
What do we expect out of them? Davalos crushing and testing. Davalos is apparently going flying at Comp Edge. Yes. Yeah. I've heard this. I am still not on the train. I'm not on the wagon. This I, could be a shock to you guys. but that, That's what Martin Davalos does. Right. Can we not learn this by now? Um, the, the Geico guys, uh, Bogle, Han's out for a while. Uh, but Bogle, this is a big year for Bogle. This is, a, this is a big year. Like, what can he do? What is he? You know, because they got Basaglia and some other dude coming, don't they, Weech? Uh Yeah, but I think just in general, it's not even like the team's not going to have room. Um, I think it's just there's, we're already moving on to guys who are, what, two, three years younger than him already, talking yeah. about Webb and Cincero. There's just not a lot of room at the top. Yeah. Um, you got to get on that train. Um, and right now he has not been on it. He hasn't even raced much in here. Are we all in agreement that AC beats Durham, Davalos, and Hill, though? Yes. Weege? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bogle, what do you think about Bogle, uh, Ping? Uh, just, I think exactly what you said. He's got to make it happen right now, or it's going to be like Justin Who. I mean, yeah. he's... Unfortunately, as talented as he is, it doesn't take long to get forgotten in this industry, and I know he's had a couple bad seasons. So if, if he just, has uh, a if he has a bad year, wouldn't it be crazy? Because you know it was just a two years ago that he was at Unadilla going five five or five seven or whatever he went, and everybody was like, "Ah, Justin Bogle," and it it's that slippery of a slope, Ping. Yes, it is. I don't know how you did it for for fifteen years. Well, I was a talented man, Stephen. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> um, what about Jeremy Martin? Is he as good as Cooper or? Where is he going to be? And Alex, for that matter. Will Alex's team show up? <laughs> that's, that's really the first, the first question. And if they show up, how good is Alex going to be? And Jeremy. Who are you asking? Whoever answers at this point. Oh. Yeah. So oh, shoot. Um, yeah, I think Jeremy Martin we haven't even seen even close uh, to what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, not at all. And I think his thing is more endurance, strength late in the motos on the hot, rough tracks and things like that. It's not the kind of thing that hypes itself up at Comp Edge on a Wednesday afternoon, two weeks before the opener. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wouldn't – we talk about these young guys like they're supposed to just slowly get better each week, and I always say it very rarely actually works that way. Right. But I think he's one of the guys that's primed to do it. I think at first you might be like, huh, not seeing much out of him, or maybe even an A. <laughs> Jeez. But I really wouldn't be surprised second half of the year. You're like, hey, look who's going 8-8, 5-5. Look who could maybe get a podium by the time it's all over. Right. That's what I think you're going to see from him. A little quieter, but mm-hmm. maybe better in the end. Um, and Cunningham, we didn't bring up Cunningham yet. Oh, third overall, like two years ago, right? Was that two years ago? I think it was fourth. Fourth he overall. Tomac fourth overall. Out of the yes. So we didn't even bring up Cunningham. He's, so, I, he's a better outdoor rider than indoor guy. Um, maybe Star Racing's got something going here with Webb, Cunningham, and Martin. Perhaps. If they do, you're in trouble because you've talked a lot of doo-doo <laughs> over the last couple uh, of years. Hey, you know, I mean, just start a disaster. Look, and I'll, and I'll start pointing out the fact that they let Ryan Morris do his job, and this is helping. You know, it's all it's all anybody you know wants for that guys is for that team to just have some consistency and let some people, you know, do some things over there and don't give up on guys. Um, yep. Hey, what about this? Weege. We haven't even talked about Wharton or Izzy. Nico Izzy. 
Izzy is going to be, I don't know if you asked that question yet, but Izzy will be my sleeper for the year. I think that's a guy who, I mean, he didn't even race Supercross. Yeah. His career was basically a disaster for a while. People totally forget the guy exists. Is, is he's he, going to be really good. Is Izzy, like, okay, we know he really, he really pissed a lot of money away and a lot of didn't work hard, got into some probably bad stuff off, off the track. Is he, and I don't want to use the term better, but do you think he's better? Is he? Is he now like a regular racer working hard and doing the right things? Do we know that? Is he rehabilitated? Yeah, like, or is he still kind of a jack-off off the track? I don't know. But... No, I think he's good there. I think now you're just seeing, to me, you have a couple of off years like that. You're always going to lose a little something from that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you look at a guy like Ryan Dungey who literally is getting faster every single day, and you're not doing that for that three-year span. Mm-hmm. You're maybe you're whatever you lost there. You're gonna never maybe get it all the way back. And I'm not sure if Izzy, honestly, was ever at the level where he was gonna go out and just dominate. You know, no matter what he did off the track. But I think you're finally gonna see him be a lot better than he's been. So if the answer is will he be better? Yeah, I think yes. And he's the Osborne and War- and uh, Davalos of that team. Right. He's the preseason fastest guy, lookout guy yeah. on that team. Yeah. And Wharton, same old, same old, fifth, sixth place guy. We're probably not counting him out, but or we're probably not talking about him enough, but he'll just be there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Ping, please give us your thoughts on the TLD Honda team. Well, um, it's a little different over there than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Seely not running the 450. Right. And uh, that was... No, no, we have an update on that. We have, we have an update on that, Ping. Um, I'm sure you're not listening to the old shows, but Wygant, please tell Ping what the strategy is. Oh, from Seagrist? Yes. Yes, Seagrist tracked me down in Vegas. Hadn't seen him all year. Um, they pretty much had Yoshimura Suzuki factory ride next year locked in if, if they wanted it. But they feel like they've got... Who is this? Seagrist. Ryan Seagrist. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah they, now, now it all makes sense. Uh, Cole still wants to win a title in that class, so he's going to work with Troy for one more year. He'd stick with him forever if they could get him a works Honda, which is what a rider at uh, Cole's status deserves in the 450s. So if Troy for 2015 can get him a works 450 Honda, he'll stay with him. Otherwise, he'll just go to Suzuki. They want him bad. Uh-huh. So that's the strategy. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's a real good strategy. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, but back to your back to your analysis. Uh, Nelson will get a good start, right? Um, uh, typically, but he his first day back on the bike was this last Thursday. Oh, okay. um, he hurt hurt his elbow. Right. He's been out. Um, you got to think that's going to affect him a little bit. Obviously, no time to prepare or whatever. But um, rookie of the year, he had a pretty solid summer last year. He never really had any breakout rides where he was stayed up front, you know, too much, like a couple. I think he had a mm-hmm. Texas and a couple of others. Um, anyway, hopefully he's one of those guys that can kind of work into a better finish. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's never been that into the outdoor stuff. It, it kind of got a little ADD going, so they, they, he tends to get bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know his fitness is good. His bike is ready. He's ready to go. He's excited about it. So I'm hoping he can be up in that top five mix. You um, think he can be? Yeah. I like Cole. Yeah. Good dude. So. 
You think he can be? You think that's a high end for Cole to be a fifth place guy? Like he's got that? No, in no, no, no. I mean, he could be up into that. He could be on the box here and there. I, I don't think what? he's got Tomac You're... speed outdoors yeah. and Roxon, but I don't think he's that far off either. Okay. So, what about what about uh, the TLD guys, Weech? They'll be good. Oh wow! Thanks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a deep, there you go. deep. You know, you know, what I'm excited for it. It's kind of, it's weird the way the sports change. You know, star star racing has done it where Mitch for so long was going in and stealing all these young kids, and Geico got on board, and then they're stealing kids out of Loretta's. So now all the teams have kind of been forced to do that. And uh, TLD has a four year deal with Justin Heft, and that kid. I went out the last test session. I went out and watched. Um, and he's fast. And same with Shane McElrath. You know, if he can, he had kind of some nerve issues at the last yeah, like, uh, amateur national they went to, so he's going to postpone his pro debut. But he's got talent, too. So it's cool to see all these teams kind of snatching up young guys, and I think it's going to level the field a lot, um, you know, where yeah. Pro Circuit had such an advantage before because Team Green was feeding them ringers, you know. I don't, I don't like it, by the way, but that's just me. Well, of course nobody does. There ought to be some kind of, limit to the support you can give them. I mean, it's expensive, it's inconvenient, yeah. it's a total pain in the ass, but it's what you got to do to compete now. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, so. it is. Um, hey, two guys that we... So, is McElrath going to be pro this year, Ping? Mm-hmm. Or? We'll see. I think okay. it kind of depends on how some of the other stuff goes. Okay. He may hit the last few, but um, it's kind of, you know, day on that one. Two guys we have not talked about, Weege, Jason Anderson... Who should be a four five six guy, right? Yeah. He should be Anderson he should be Osborne slash uh Muscan slash um Izzy Speed. Right? No, I see that's the thing. I, I still put Muscan um <clears throat> ahead of those guys fairly consistently. Um I think in the two fifties you are always looking at that. It's a little more dynamic. You know, a, a guy's gonna string together a crazy moto out of nowhere where it doesn't really happen as much in the four fifties. And a lot of times it just starts like I know you off hearing that Sealy could get on the podium, but I think he did it a couple years ago at Pala, didn't he? And um, he might have been a moto. I don't think he did overall. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I think it was just a moto. But it's the same thing. It's like almost any of those dudes, if they get a start, they can just stay there. Yeah. But you can't count on getting 24 good starts. So um, yeah, I think Anderson will have his flashes. I think Muscan's ahead of the, those guys in that. In general, he'll figure out a way to get a good result, no matter where he starts. But yeah, any of those guys can go fast. I think, sure, there's no I th- shortage. I think you're right. Like so many times in nationals, and Ping, you know, you've been there. Um, you, if you got ten minutes in in the top five, you start up front. You got ten hard minutes. You're going to do well just because you'll make up so much time on all those other guys. Like that's a huge thing. Starts are so big. Even a thirty minute moto, it really does come down to starts. Yeah, it is big, and it's so much easier. Especially if you're not a good, if you can't sprint on your own, which it's really, really difficult to do. Um, for me, I was this way where I could always jump in behind whoever the quickest guy was, mm-hmm. and I could immediately follow his lines, do what he was doing, and then my lap times would drop by two to three seconds a lap. I mean, crazy amounts of speed. So, where if I started in 15th, I'm riding around at that 15th guy's pace, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm struggling to get around Barry Carson. So, no offense, Weech. Um, 
So I think that's what happens with a lot of these guys. They get a start. Yeah, they yeah. they see the lot. You know, Baggett's out front, or I guess he would be out front. Who'd be out front? Pelmack or somebody. He's not out front yeah. either. Who who gets the start? Right. Anyway, whoever yeah. they're following their lines, they get sucked into that pace, and all of a sudden they're hauling butt, and then three laps in, yeah, they got a twelve second lead on fifth. You know, and yeah, it's just yeah. the four guys out front gone. And um, it's a whole heck of a lot easier to finish it's, out a moto when you've got a big gap and, a, you know, you've already got all the race lines figured out. I always just think it's so surprising because, yeah, 35 minutes and it really still comes down to a start most times, you know. Um, hey, uh, uh, Zach Bell. We haven't talked about him. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, why again? Wait, wait till they get a hold of you over there at Geico. Uh I mean, he's fast, right? He's going to get good starts because he's 80 pounds. But is he in for a world of hurt still, again, more so? Weech? What really scared me about him in Supercross is, um, you know, we know how spectacularly it started. He was leading his heat race. He had the most insane crash ever that may or may not have caused concussion, depending on who you talk to. But after that, I feel like he was actually trying to go slower and not crash. He was still crashing. (laughs) Right. Like, that's the thing that was worried. When you're in an 11th trying to ride conservatively and you still go down, now it's the worst of all worlds. Mm-hmm. Now it's not fast and not consistent. So it's, it's pretty dicey right now, that situation. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Tough deal for him. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Savachi, we didn't even talk about him. He'll be good. KTM, he's going to ride a pretty much factory bike. So, you know, he's one of those hungry kids. He'll be, he'll be doing well. Hopefully he gets fed. Um yeah. Uh, anything else about 250 class, you guys? Anything we're missing out? Um, I think we've covered all the teams. My sleeper is Izzy. Your sleeper is Izzy. Izzy. Okay, you, my, got, you got one? Yeah, my sleeper is Jesse Nelson. Do not sleep on the guy with one thumb. Do not sleep on him. He will be good because uh, he's a good starter. So And he'll be better. But maybe, like Ping said, maybe he'll start off a little bit slow. But you watch Jesse Nelson. Uh, Ping, what about you? For my sleeper? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think going off of what your your guy told you, I'd have to go with uh, Osborne. I don't think that counts. I can't count him as a sleeper? He's yeah. already too expected he's, to do well? Yeah, he's too good. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, if, coming in, if you hadn't gotten that information from LaRocco, considered him a podium okay. guy probably, right? No, we'll see. All right, whatever. I'm not going to argue with your rules. It's okay. your show. Thank you. Um, I will say um, Cooper Webb. Okay. I can say him or no? Is that so, too obvious? No, that's fine. I, I think, think he's going to surprise a lot of people. So my next question for you two was, at the end of the year, who's higher in points, AC or Webb? Weege? Who's higher in points at the end of the year? You realize this is literally – like picking chocolate and vanilla, you know what I mean? Like you, you, whatever side you're on, you're in big trouble. Yes, with the other side, absolutely. Right, like the word will get out that RacerX hates either camp. Well, and and RacerX prevents teams from getting sponsors. Oh, yes. Um, Right. Can we we change the question to who's higher, and I'll just answer (laughs) J-Law? That would work. That would work. Okay. Um, I, I think AC would be higher. I think AC's higher in points at the end of the year, but I do think Cooper beats him this weekend at Hangtown, if that makes any sense. And maybe Cooper beats him at Muddy Creek. I imagine that's probably his stomping grounds. 
I, I'll go with uh, Central to be higher by the end of the year in points. Higher in points. Yeah, points. Yeah, in points. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. We're not condoning drug use by youths. Um, yeah. Ping, what do you think? I guess you have to go with Webb because you just said Webb's your sleeper. Well, yeah, I, I, I think I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on that. I'm just not going to give an opinion on who we are. Oh. We'll see. Oh, what's up, JT? All right. Um, I'm going to waffle. I'm just on this one. Pass me the butter and the syrup. Okay, so Tomac, Baggett, Roxon, your top three. We put them all there. So who gets fourth? Who's in fourth? Ping, you're going to say Moose Can? Moose Can, all day long. All day yeah. long. Uh, wait, oh, actually, by the way, there's been no mopping of the floor references this this podcast. So. <laughs> um, what he was, was right, your, though. What was, was your right. mopping of the floor? What was that? Oh, Sealy over Baggett, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was correct. He, he, you were correct. Um, Weege, who do you think? Who's fourth? Yeah, I'll go Moose Can, and uh, I do think next, um, if I had to pick beyond that, would uh, be Osborne. I think I would go next, but I'm going to put a solid fourth for Moose Can. I'm worried about Zachy Poo's injury history, so I think I'm going to go with Jason Anderson. Whoa. Yeah. I just did jealous. that. Yeah, I just did that. And he, they're all his home races, everyone. <laughs> Unadilla. Unadilla, home race. Can't, can't believe I'm here in front of my fans. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so who wins? Who wins the title? Did I say that? Did we already do that? I think we started off that way, but you guys have put a very compelling Tomac case. Uh, I'm you going, not want to waffle, so I, I am going with Tomac by the slimmest of margins. Yeah, he beat Roxon last year, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. He was superior to him last year, but I feel like Roxon is. Look at Roxon in Supercross; how much better he was this year compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Much, much, much better. Do you think uh, before we get to Ping's thing? And I wrote this uh, somewhere, or spoke it, or I don't even know, but. Roxon came out in the West as a rookie. His first year here did half the series or three-quarters of the series and was terrific, right? Uh, won, the, won Vegas and was scrub-a-dubbing and looked to be amazing. He goes to the East last year, complains about plane flights every day on Twitter and talks about the time change, and, this, and he kind of underwhelmed, underwhelming last year in the East. Although he was all right, but he wasn't what we saw. This year, back on the West, back being amazing, Ping, is there anything to that east-west thing? I mean, is it the dirt or the just being, you know, he didn't like the plane flights and all that? Like, is that? Uh, I would I would chalk that up a little more to just sophomore blues or okay. something than, right. than plane flights ruined his whole mojo on the track. I mean, I, right. there's definitely something to it. Yeah. He used to complain nonstop about all the travel. Right. But mostly just because I was a little bitch. I just, I, but it is, there is something to it. It's really wears on you right right but no i think it's mostly just things lined up for him this year and he's okay all right riding so, well and i think that's going to carry through to the to the outdoors and if i had to pick a title guy i'd go with him right now okay all right um i think we're, i think we're good i think we got it all lined up we it all it all makes sense on paper yeah you know we don't even need to run these races now right no We've already no not really everything. not really I does uh, does Davalos do anything this summer? <laughs> I, I was told that well, I he's going to race. Do you know that? <laughs> yes, we do know that. Okay. Uh, I was told that he's going to make the podium and be a top five guy. Who told you that? I cannot say my source, but 
trainer? No, no, just okay. a, but but a guy who's always been a super fan of Martin. So, I Ryan do, Segrist? No, no, I don't know Segrist. Um, he has my number though, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, I mean, does he do anything? I don't think so. Okay. Or what's anything? Is he top ten guy? He's top ten. Top ten, yeah. Does he beat Durham and Hill? Oof. We don't know if Durham's racing even. Durham. Last time we saw yeah. Durham, God, that seemed like so long ago. It was last Supercross season, right? Was it? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the the year before, he was eleven, ten, thirty-seven on a Honda. Correct. Killing it. Killing it a lot of races. Yes. And fairly consistent, like not just at high point, but like right. first five or six or seven races, like every week he was in the yeah. hunt. Like you think, oh man, you get that guy on a good bike. We might never know the way this is going. True. He's another guy. He's kind of in that uh, spot with Bogle to me where it's like, you better do something this summer here and I'll start circling the drain for you. Right, right. Yeah, it's big. It's big for him for sure. Um, yeah, you hate, you know, and I just, it's so tough that the, the, it doesn't stop for anybody. You know what I mean? Like the evolution and the speed and everything else just keeps going. So, okay. Anything else, gentlemen, folks, friends, compadres? We'll probably be looking really bad soon. What's that? We'll probably be looking really dumb shortly once these races start. Yeah, yeah. Good thing nobody takes these and clips them out and then plays them for review shows. Chance of sunburn at Hangtown, 100%. Yes. Ping, will you be making it out to any nationals this summer? Uh, we'll see. I actually work the same Saturday as Hangtown, so I'll be able to. Uh, Miller or Elsinore? It's definitely Elsinore. I'm off that day, and I will definitely go there, but I would like to think I'd hit the one before that. Right, right. Washougal uh, would be nice. I'd love to go to Washougal or even Colorado or, uh, shoot, oh. I'd love to go to one of the new ones. Miller would be great, actually. Um, well, you can stay at home and listen to the voice of motocross, American motocross. People, the guys who've missed the gate drops, Jeff Emig, Jason Wygant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hear, uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say anything. Has it been announced yet, like the package and TV package and all that? No, we were Handley, just. It sounds like you know more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? I, just, I don't know how I'm supposed to say. <clears throat> well, it's not necessarily TV package, more like web broadcasting package. Yeah, anyway. I have. I actually between the two podcasts we did today, and there's only about 45 minutes in between them. I actually did learn something. The web package will be very, very, very good. So yes, if you're really into it. You can watch anything you want on the web. Yeah, I believe are, that all four motors are live. That's are we good. doing any? Uh, are we doing any like RacerX shows or anything? Is that all? Is that all done? I got to do the RacerX motocross show with the Verb crew. You're still doing that, okay? Yes. Really would like to get somebody else in on it. And that's where you stick around the press tent till 8 o'clock at night calling the highlights. And then start on Razor X web stuff after that, yes. Yeah, okay. All right, just, just, yeah. Well, Lindsay will be around. He'd love to do it with you. Yeah. He has his clipboard. He's ready. Um, well, I can't, can't why wait. You get, uh, why don't you get George and Lindsay to help? I've thrown that out there. Um, I, I absolutely have thrown that out there. I, I said to Brian, I'm like, Anytime you're ever thinking of using somebody, make her the first person that you think of using. Because 
A, I feel bad that you got Wally Pitt, but B, she's actually legitimately good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it actually comes down to how many races will she go to? That's actually the yeah. yeah, she got. I, I don't know if Jimmy's racing Hangtown. We didn't even bring him up in the 450 preview. We suck. Uh, I don't know if he's racing Hangtown or not. Might not be ready, but um, right. she did. She got Wally pipped. Get your work visas in order, everybody. Otherwise, you will be replaced. Mm. So it's a it's a tough world that broadcast world that uh, Weege lives in. There was a time in '09 when Villapoto was hurt and uh, he was going to a couple of races to sign autographs. So we did something on Friday with him. We did some video interviews at the Monster Compound, and he was just in one of his moods that he gets in sometimes. And he's like, "I'm like, so you watching the race at home? You watching the TV shows or anything? Following it?" And he's like, "Yeah, the TV shows suck. You all need to get Ping in there. He was the only thing ever good on those TV shows." <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There we go. Okay, boys. Uh, BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Thor MX, the 250 MX preview. David Pingree, Jason Wygant, thank you to both of you. And uh, listen to this podcast, everybody. You'll be much smarter at the end of it. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to find the more than 200 episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.